I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero. I'm a, a real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Happy Friday and happy St. Patrick's Day. Two days ago anyway. You know, hey, hope you wore green. Not that anybody really notices if you've been stuck at home. You're on Zoom, though. That's a problem. Hey, we're nerding out on our passions, having fun, and enjoying life to the fullest, as well as unleashing that superhero that is already within us. I am so excited today. We get to welcome John Lee Dumas back to The Real Brian Show. JLD was on TRBS way back in 2016, four and a half years ago already, but he's got a new book coming out in just days. This book chronicles his journey to his massive success to the tune of a massive impact, hugely successful podcast and six figures per month for more than 100 consecutive months. So I had to bring him back on the show. I'm like, dude, you got to come back. You got to discuss the book. And we're going to tell you what kind of treat you are in for when you read it. As we're fond of saying in my country, marketplace make dull home for rodents. Where are you from anyway? Bakersfield originally. No, I mean your ancestors. Oh, damn. Pittsburgh. Let's rock it. Welcome back to The Real Brian Show. Thank you for joining us. So appreciated. I am The Real Brian. Captain Influence, unfortunately, could not join us for this particular episode this week. But fear not. He was able to at least get us a deep thoughts. So we'll have that at the end of the episode, as always. Well, I mentioned we're talking to John Lee Dumas here in just a few minutes. But also, after our chat with JLD, we have an espresso shot from Bentastic. Some new music to get on your playlist. And yes, deep thoughts. This episode's going to be quite positively smashing, baby. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. So um, let's bring on John Lee Dumas. He was on The Real Brian Show way back. Get this. Episode number one, The Real Real Brian Show, The Phoenix Rises. That was the very first episode that we did. Now, granted, we did some other episodes pre that, which are now bonus episodes. But this is where the numbers actually start. So go back and check that one out if you have not listened to that. It was a fun episode. Now, the reason I brought John on the first time and bringing him on again, John's a friend of mine. He is uh, one of the most successful podcasters ever. Started and grew the podcast Entrepreneurs on Fire to massive success and impact on the world. John and Kate, by the way, Kate was also on TRBS back on episode nine, started Podcasters Paradise. And I had an amazing privilege of hosting that show, the Podcasters Paradise podcast during its run, interviewing some incredible entrepreneurs myself. We got to become friends during that time. It was really, really cool. So it's like, hey, you know, got to bring John on. It was a a great introduction to The Real Brian Show. And here we are four and a half years later to hear about where he's at. John's also created the Freedom Podcast and Mastery Journals, which are quite amazing as well. But he did his first published brand new book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, which is releasing on March 23rd. And by the way, if you pre-order before March 23rd, of course, there are some really, really cool bonuses. So I'll put the link in the show notes. Make sure to go check that out. But if you want those bonuses, you've got just a few days. So go grab them. Now, while the book is definitely aimed at entrepreneurs, this book is absolutely gold for anyone who has an idea that they want to do something with. John shares this proven path that he took that has helped him to earn more than 100 
100K net profit months in a row. And yes, you heard me right. He's done it right though. And he shares how he did it and how you can do it too. And I think it's really amazing. I know with COVID, I know with a lot going on right now, people are losing jobs. People are losing businesses. There's a lot of uncertainty still, even though we're kind of moving out of it, thankfully, there's still a lot of uncertainty where people are saying, what am I going to do? And how do I get to make more money? And this is a book you need. It's amazing. So today we're going to hear all about the book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success. We're going to hear what John's up to and what he's nerding out on. JLD, welcome back to The Real Brian Show. It has been too long. I am fired up to be here. There are a few people that can bring the energy that I bring, but you're one of them, brother. (laughs) I appreciate that. Dude, how are you? Puerto Rico sun is shining. Our birds are singing. We've been here five glorious years. I can't believe it's been five years already. It's insane. Yeah. It is literally, not figuratively, literally insane. Our journey goes back a ways back. I first heard from you, if I'm correct, when you contacted and said you were listening to ProfitCast. And I, and I think at the time, you know, you kind of blew me away because I'm thinking like, man, I was looking up to you and here you are listening to my show. And I was like, what? It was a great show. It was a show that I was like, finally, somebody has been listening to me, even though I know you didn't specifically listen to me, but I'm just oh, like, I did. create a show that is going to be the best in this category. Like create yeah. a show that nobody else has created yet. Like don't just create another pale week imitation of other podcasts that are already out there. Yeah. And I see this ProfitCast come out. I'm like, yes, finally somebody who gets it. Like I'm listening to that podcast because guess what? I'm a podcaster and yes, I'm profiting on some levels, but who doesn't want to profit more? Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. So what are you nerding out on? I mean, when you came on four years ago, you were nerding out on keto. You know, as I continue to get older, which of course we all get older, I I continue to say, how can I continue to up-level my health and wellness? Because that's always been a focus of mine. And, you know, like you can reach a certain level of success potentially financially, but if you're not in a position health and wellness-wise to truly enjoy it, then, you know, what does it all mean? So I have really been nerding out on my morning routine. And specifically within that, there's two things that I do in my morning routine that I am committed to doing seven days a week. And one of them actually just arrived this morning. It was installed in my pool room, which a little teaser, I'll get to that in a second. But the first thing is that I've been doing now for about three years, almost seven days a week when I'm here in Puerto Rico, is my infrared sauna. I sit in my infrared sauna for 30 minutes. I put on a very enjoyable podcast episode. It might be you know on health, on wellness, on business, whatever it might be. And I'm listening to that podcast while I'm playing the game on my phone called Settlers of Catan. Have you ever heard that name? (laughs) Oh yeah, I love that game. I've only played the board game, but I I do love it. Well, I might have just ruined your life because now that you know that there's an, (laughs) an app for Settlers of Catan, you might start playing and it's one of the most addictive things. But what I did was to trick myself, not really trick myself, but to lead myself in the right direction. I'm only allowed to play that game when I'm in the infrared sauna. That's it. Only time I can play because it's tough sitting in that infrared sauna for 30 minutes at 170 degrees because you're sweating your butt off. You know, if you're just watching a TV show, like time goes by slow. Yeah. So like playing that game though, it really, really helps because your mind's really dialed into it. It's the only time I let myself get in there. So instead of like kind of dreading getting into the infrared sauna because it's going to be tough, I actually look forward to it now because of that little brain tease swap there. And the second thing that I'm doing, which is going to take it to the next level, which is really nerding out, is I just got delivered today, literally. I mean, picture like literally five Puerto Ricans just having to to handle down my side stairs here, going down to back behind where my pool is and going to my pool room with this 250 pound box. Like it's massive. Yeah. 
And it's a plunge pool. So I got a plunge pool that I've installed into my pool room. It's actually a tub with a whole filtration and blacklight system. So now I'm going to start doing 25-minute infrared, three minutes in my plunge pool at around 40 degrees Celsius, and then back to 25 minutes infrared sauna. Interesting. Okay. So explain why this is so beneficial. So there's a ton of benefits to just doing infrared sauna. Like Mm -hmm. one of them is you are actually pushing out toxins and heavy metals that your body is trying to get rid of, but it's like your body only has so many ways to get rid of things. But when you give it an opportunity to sweat it out, it really speeds up the process. And so when I asked my functional medicine doctor, who I think is the biggest genius in the world when it comes to functional medicine health, what is one thing I can realistically do every single day, realistically being the key word here, that's going to have a exponential benefit to my life? And he Mm -hmm. said, without a doubt, infrared sauna. And you give like all the reasons. And then as far as the cold plunge, it's like when you can really challenge your body on both sides of the equation and your body has to react, you're just creating an anti-fragile body. And there's a great book on business called Anti-Fragile by Nassim Taleb, which is a great book. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's true in business and it's true in health. Like when you push yourself outside of your comfort zone in business, you are creating magic. Like that's where the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. It's the same thing in health. When you're pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, that's where the magic happens. Like when you're lifting one pound weights, magic's not happening. But when you're lifting 55 pound dumbbells, you know, which I was doing this morning, magic's happening because you're not comfortable. It's outside your comfort zone. And so that works in business and life. And that's why the infrared sauna and the cold plunge, like going back to back like that really takes it to the next level. That is cool. And I'm glad you're seeing a, a functional medicine doctor. I've I've been wanting to get involved with one of those because I've, you know, I've read tons about it. A lot of it's more self-study right now, but you know, actually meeting with one would be helpful. You're a podcast guy. Yeah. Subscribe to the Cabral Concept. Cabral Concept. That's my functional medicine doctor. He has a daily podcast. He's literally gonna pass me in episodes at some point. Like he's just a machine. <laughs> and it's a fantastic podcast. And then his book is called The Rain Barrel Effect. So those are two incredibly cheap ways, free being the podcast, cheap being the book, to way up level your health game. Spell Cabral. C A B R A L. Okay. Got it. I'll link it. Awesome. That's cool. Well, yeah, it's neat already, to know. I've already saved your life. <laughs> you know, I have dealt with Western medicine a lot and uh, there are some wonderful things about Western medicine and then there are some not so wonderful things. I feel lately. the same way. Yeah. I feel the same way. There are some wonderful things about it. Yeah, but there are some things lately that I've been like, nope, I want to find a better way to do this. You know, I've got a- it won't happen. I know a guy who he came up and we kind of ran into him and he said, you know, his doctor said he has about three to five years to live because of a situation that happened. And I'm like, is there any way to overcome this? And he's like, nope. They told me they don't know. And I'm like, someone has to know. You can't just give up on that. Someone knows. I just signed up today, locked it in, paid the deposit, booked my flight tickets. This is again, these are are two big things that happened for me today that I'm literally telling you about. Um, The plunge pool coming in and then this. I signed up for a 14-day retreat, 10 of which days, it's in Santa Rosa, California, which is north of San Francisco. 10 of the days, I will be water-only fasting. Hmm. So you're truly going on that. I used to joke about that, the Aquitarian diet. (laughs) For 10 days. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Well, I mean, you can survive on that. It would Um, be- You can survive 40 days. Exactly. Very, very difficult, but wow. Oh, you're going to tell us how that goes. Seriously. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. 
Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, let's talk about your book, man. This is exciting. The common path to uncommon success. Now you sent it to me just recently. I got to be honest. I'm a slow reader, but I've read it every day very consistently. I've got as far as I could, but I, I didn't get a chance to finish it. I just don't read that fast. I try, man, but it's so good so far. You're an audio guy. I mean, you can wait for the audiobook to come out. I actually recorded the audiobook in nice. my studio here. It's going to be available on March 23rd. So the audiobook's right there for you, brother. Oh, beautiful. I love it. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, one of the things I really appreciate is how you break down each chapter and step. You do it. I mean, I'm sure others do this, but from what I've read, you do this in a, in a way that's, I believe, different. It's easier. It's much, much more efficient to learn because I appreciate specific and personal examples. You did just that. A lot of times, you know, I'll read books and you kind of go, where are they going with this? And there's too many words and there's, you know, get to the point. And it's like every chapter, here's what you do. Here's a personal and specific example. Go do it. I love it. It's perfect. So thank you for the way you wrote it. What was it like to kind of write this book? I mean, what went into it? And I know there's a lot, but, you know, give us the the brief answer on this. Well, the brief answer is this. I self-published three journals over the past five years. And so I know that I, I was in my comfort zone doing those things. So this book, I said, to get out of my comfort zone, do the traditionally published book route. And I signed with HarperCollins, got a $350,000 advance. So like things got real. Like They paid me. Now it's like, you got to write a book. Here's the deadlines. So the pressure was on, but it was good because I wanted to get outside of my comfort zone. So I sat down, created a schedule, and for two hours a day, that was my cap. I couldn't write any more than that. That was just where I was at. For eight months, I wrote a total of 480 hours it took me to write these 71,000 words that are in this book. Like, Luckily, I had a fantastic editor and publisher with HarperCollins that really helped take my essentially you know 100,000 words and put them down to a beautiful 71,000 words. But it was a process. It was a labor of love. It's incredible, man. That's a lot that goes into it, but that discipline and the systems you set up allowed you to do it. Two hours a day. You know, it's doable. When you you have something that you set that's a a realistic goal, Mm -hmm. that's why I'm always so big about with my Freedom Journal. It's a smart goal. It's specific. It's measurable. It's attainable. It's relevant. It's time bound. Like it has to have those things. Like if you're, you set a real, realistic, attainable goal, you'll attain that. Like when I sit down in my infrared sauna and I know I get to play 30 minutes of Settlers of Catan, that's an attainable goal now because I love playing that game. Yeah. Yet yeah. I know that I can't just play the game all day or my business would crash and burn. So yeah, love it. setting that attainable goal is key. For me, I knew if I had to sit down and write for five hours, I would never sit down and write because I'd be like, that's just too daunting of a task. Mm-hmm. So I made it quick and simple. And in fact, I broke those two hours up into two 42 minutes writing sprints. So write for 42 minutes, break for 18 minutes, write for 42 minutes, break for 18 minutes. Boom. My two hours is done. I love it. That's cool, man. Well, there's so much to talk about with this book. Obviously, we won't have time to get to all of it, but one huge takeaway that I absolutely love, this was in chapter seven. And I think this is something that many of us will hear, but how many of us are actually taking action on this? And it's that you hear the stories and in, in your particular book, you know, there's, there's a story about the end of your life, looking back, you have those regrets, you didn't fulfill those dreams, those goals, those aspirations, because too busy, too afraid, you know, whatever, fill in the blank, right? There's always an excuse. Now, clearly, I don't want any of us to, to look back with regret at the end of our lives. But that was a big one to me because, you know, you have chosen that path to move forward and say, I'm going to make a difference in this world. I've chosen that. I know others who have. And then I know a lot of people who haven't. 
So that's a big takeaway I want to share. But what's one thing, because I, like I said, we can't talk about everything. What's one thing you would want us to hear that really describes the essence of your book and also why we should read it? The essence of this book, the beating heart of this book can really be summed into one sentence. Become the best solution to a real problem. If you become the best solution to a real problem, you are going to win. Like you will win. That is the key. Now, everybody that I've seen over these 3,000 plus episodes who has had their version of uncommon success has become the best solution to a real problem in this world because people will beat a path down to your door to get the best solution to their problem. And they will ignore the second best solution Mm -hmm. onto infinity. Mm -hmm. So that's why step one is identify your big idea. Yes, but step two is discovering the niche within your big idea, the void that's not being filled, the problem that's really not being solved. So the beating heart of this book become the best solution to a real problem. So going along with that, because I think that's a a fairly easy thing to come down. You know, if somebody's saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to educate people because their problem is I don't have enough money to pay my bills right now. That's a real problem. It's a pain point. And you go, okay, well, here's my solution to educating someone on how to keep their money, make more money, et cetera, right? It's pretty straightforward. But what about for those who are, let's just say entertaining. I believe they're solving a problem, but I'm curious to hear what problem you think people who entertain, you know, like, hey, we're just going to end your week, right? Put a smile on your face. What kind of problem are those people solving or are they? What is Netflix solving? Netflix is solving what the heck do we do in the evenings when we've woken up, we busted our butt all day, you know, we've exercised hopefully at some point, we've done this, we've done that. Now it's time to just relax and we're not ready to go to sleep because it's still early, but we're ready to relax. We want to be entertained Mm -hmm. and Netflix has filled that void and they are amazing entertainers. And in fact, there's a fantastic podcast right now that this recently came out. I mean, this podcast, Business Wars, has been out for a while, but their most recent series is called Late Night Wars. And it's all about entertaining people late at night. Jay Leno versus David Letterman, Conan O'Brien versus you know so-and-so. And so it's fascinating when you hear this and it really just kind of ties in with what you're asking about, can you become the best solution as an entertainer? Well, yeah. And guess what? Jay Leno won that war, a little spoiler alert. And they talk about how he won because he became the best solution to a real problem that people had. What am I doing to get entertained at 1130 PM at night? You know, my answer is you should be sleeping at 1130 at night, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's just me. I'm boring. I go to bed at 915. I'm a night owl, so it is what it is, but I still get my work done. It's just the way it is. Mm, so, well, so, yeah. we can talk about that. And <laughs> I've tried to change that. Oh my, it just doesn't work. But you know, you know what I say to people like you, Brian, I say, wake up at 5 a.m. for 30 days in a row and tell me if you're still a night owl. <laughs> you know what? I did that for years in a row. Never worked. <laughs> it was weird. I had to, you know, and now that I don't have to, it's like, oh, I'll just get my work done either way. Uh, it is what it is. I can stay up till five. No problem. But <laughs> <laughs> your circadian rhythm is crying right now. I know. Well, you know, it's, you know, what's weird is we just had that time zone, oh, yeah. you know, change and everything. Yeah. And do that uh, in Puerto Rico, by the way, you don't Nope. Oh, you guys are lucky, man. We I didn't know. do it when I lived in Arizona either. It was nice, but uh, you know, changing time. I noticed that when I try to change my rhythm, I start getting heart palpitations, which is a very common side effect. Apparently I was reading about that. Hmm. It is what it is. 
I have said this, you know, in the introduction and stuff that, of course, this book is focused on entrepreneurs. However, I truly believe, based on even what I've read so far, that anyone with an idea, even if they don't want to turn it into a business, but they just want to get out there and they want to make an impact, this book is amazing for them. But I'm curious to know why entrepreneurs are failing at such a high percentage. It's one simple reason. They haven't identified their big idea. Okay. They've identified somebody else's big idea for sure. And they're being pale, weak imitations of those people. And they're kind of scratching out and being like, well, why aren't I successful? This person's successful doing this thing. Why aren't I? I'm doing the exact same thing they're doing. Nobody wants a pale, weak imitation of other people. Nobody wants a pale, weak imitation of another successful person who's actually living in their zone of fire, who's actually meant to be doing that because it's their big idea. But you, Mr. or Mrs. Listener have a big idea. You're special. You're unique. You are a snowflake. So sit down and be introspective for maybe the first time in a long time and actually find your big idea within you. Now, of course, that's not the only sentence I have to say about this topic. There's an entire chapter, chapter one, step one, identify your big idea where I take you through the exact process of doing just that. Identifying your big idea, that is the key step to make sure you're waking up every day in your zone of fire. And that's what we need more of, Brian. We need Mm -hmm. more people living in their zone of fire every day and less people waking up miserable, going to work, to a job they hate, mailing it in, depressed, unhappy, unfulfilled. We need more of the prior, less of the latter. Yeah. It's easy to copy other people's ideas because it's already been done and you go, oh, how come I didn't think about that? Well, I'll just do that too. And I know that happened with you. You know, when you said, hey, I'm going to do the first seven day a week entrepreneurial podcast, and then, I mean, what happened? You had hundreds, if not thousands of copycats over the next few years after that. Yeah, because, as soon as I started publishing my income reports, everybody yeah. wanted to do a daily podcast. I know. <laughs> and it was just like, he's already been done, guys. <laughs> Unless you've got something better, you know? But right. you're right. And I think, honestly, that's a very hard thing for a lot of people to do is to find it what is. that idea is that sets themselves apart. And two, I think a lot of problems, and especially for those of us who are multi-passionate, you have a tendency to go, well, I've got a hundred big ideas and I could do honestly any of them. And that's tough when you say, what's your big passion? I've got 50. The mentorship section, I wanted to kind of talk about briefly. Loved it, by the way. And in fact, you said something that I thought was amazing that for some reason, I don't think I've ever heard this, but you've always heard find someone that is where you want to be and and get mentorship from them. What I loved was that you said, find someone that is where you want to be one year from now. And I thought, oh, that's a big difference. Yeah. Because even when I interview people, and I did this. This was something I found very common in ProfitCast. People forgot what it was like to start. Totally. Yeah. They get too far removed from it. They get so far removed. And even if they can remember, Brian, it's irrelevant because it's been so long ago that things mm-hmm. have changed. Yeah. So you've got to be timely with your mentorship. So I looked for somebody back in the day who was about a year to 18 months ahead of me. You know, they had launched around that time frame ago and it was Jamie Masters and she had recently launched a successful business podcast. So Mm -hmm. she was able to quickly recall what that was like, mistakes that she made. It was also relevant information because it hadn't happened that long ago. And that's a key thing that so many people miss. You know, I mean, I listen, I want to be mentoring people when I'm 90 years old, but I'm not going to be mentoring people on how to launch a podcast then because I'm not going to have relevant information, you know, unless by the way, I keep launching new podcasts. And then of course I'll be keeping my finger on the pulse because I'll be doing it, you know, every single day, new, 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 or every single launch, whatever it is. So, I mean, you can stay relevant, but you just need to make sure your mentor is relevant. Well, and going along with this too, 
I know when people would ask you, how long should a podcast episode be? I mean, I've gotten a lot of those questions too over the years. And I like what you said too, is ask your, your ideal listener, or as you put it, your avatar, depending on, you know, what kind of business you're doing or what kind of idea you have either way you go. I love this. You go on to say, well, essentially only take advice from the ideal person you're trying to reach, which I also loved that because in all of my years reading books, paying for coaching, paying for group programs, I got a lot of advice and I would say most of it wasn't right for me. Even though there's bad advice, there's a lot of great advice, but I think there's a lot of quote and I'm putting in quotes wrong advice because it's not right for you or me or that person because they're not your ideal person that you're trying to reach. So true. It's easy to ask your ideal avatar. What do you need? What do you want? What kind of problem do you have? What can I help you with? But I feel like a lot of times too, you know, you might hear back from let's say five people. You want to get to a sample size of at least 30 people as soon as possible. Like that's the goal. Until then, you've got to trust your gut. You've got to trust your instincts. Step three, chapter three, this is before you even launched your thing. You create your avatar. So you go with that, that individual. You go with your gut until you have a sample size big enough that you know it's representative of your podcast audience. And like you said, three, four, five people, it's really not enough. Now, mm-hmm. you know, to be very clear here, step three is creating your avatar. You're creating it. And then step 10, this is down the line, is pinpointing your avatar's biggest struggle. So yeah. that is after step nine, which is launch. So you've launched, now it's out in the world. And now you're trying to speak to as many people that are actually your avatar, that are actually listening to your podcast, that are human beings as you can and try to get to 30. And until then, listen to your avatar the one that you created back on step three. Listen to your gut. I love it. See that, that clarifies it very nicely. I appreciate you sharing that. That's great. Cool. All right. Well, I know we're running short on time. So last question I have for you here is what's your favorite step? There's 17 steps in this book. What's your favorite one? You know, my favorite step is step seven, designing your content production plan. Mm -hmm. That is a beast of a step. It's 13,500 words. The average chapter is 3,500 words. Yeah. So this really just showed me why we're so successful at Entrepreneurs on Fire because our content production plan is fantastic. And most people's are terrible. And (laughs) ours was terrible, Brian. Ours used to be terrible. A decade later, it's fantastic. But we already kind of talked a little bit about seven because you brought it up, which was very intuitive of you because as a slow reader, you definitely got to the biggest chapter. So that's pretty impressive. Nice. So I'll just kind of end on saying, listen, step 17 is something that you can do all the first 16 steps right. And you will if you follow the step-by-step process. And if you can't keep the money you actually make, it's all for naught because that's really what it comes down to so that you can build your financial war chest, support your family, you know, give to the causes that you believe in, do all the things that you want to do. That's why that's such an important step for me. That's a lot of people really never understand and so few business books ever talk about. And it's such a key topic. It is. And you know what? I learned how to really truly batch from you back when we were doing the Podcasters Paradise podcast because you were yeah. saying, hey, this is what I want you to do. You're going to book all of your interviews one Tuesday per month back to back. And if they can't make it, then they don't get to be on the show. And then, you know, some of the editing conversations we had too, but it was very strict. And at first I thought this is impossible, but man, it saved my life, changed my life. And I share that with others now too. It's incredible. I love it. Yeah, I appreciate that. This has nothing to do with the book, but what's on your playlist? Lords of Huron. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. JLD, man, it is so good to have you back here. And thank you for taking time to be on the show. Seriously, it's so good to have you. Thanks, brother. So appreciate it. John Lee Dumas. 
I do hope you get a chance to check out the book. And then after you read it, let me know what you think. We have an espresso shot here from Bentastic. Here is a piece of awesome encouragement for you. Bentastic here with some not so deep, but hopefully enlightening and encouraging thoughts to help you get through your day. I've been listening to a book over the past week called Beginners by Tom Vanderbilt. It is really around the premise of learning things as we go through life. And that book has led me to think about kind of the situation we're in right now. We're well into this current world condition, which is constantly varying in degrees of restriction in what we're able to do. Many of us are stuck a lot more in our homes. Many of us are crossing our fingers for the weather to constantly improve and be consistently nice and warm so we can be outside, those of us in in northern climates. But nonetheless, when we're stuck inside, we're running out of things to do. And sitting in front of the TV, using our favorite streaming service to find another series to binge or other movies to watch that we haven't seen before or haven't seen in many years, that's getting boring. What can we do to, to feel that accomplishment? That book by Tom Vanderbilt, Beginners, is really about the constant quest for learning as we go through life and continuing to learn new things. He gives a few illustrations of learning to play chess at an older age and even surfing and singing and different things like that. He had these larger endeavors that he did and kind of documented his process and talked about some of the science behind learning when you're younger or when you're older. But I found in my life, and part of the reason why I'm listening to that book, why I always listen to books, is I love to learn. It's great to be able to gain new knowledge and learn new things, especially in areas that you're curious about. You can satisfy that curiosity and learn something new. So as you're going through your your days and your weeks and Netflix or Disney Plus ain't doing it for you anymore, find a new book to read or find a subject that you want to Google and learn more about. Research, search on YouTube. There are many resources. We are so blessed in this day and age to have the world's knowledge at our fingertips. Let's utilize that. I challenge you in the next week to learn one new thing every day. Just take the time to learn something new and don't just sell out for another boring day of sitting in front of a large screen, mindlessly scrolling or or watching whatever you happen to find and, and click play on. That's my encouragement to you. And that will give you a lot of joy and fulfillment as you learn something new, especially go to your comfort zone and look up something that you've never had the foggiest idea about. It will make your life feel so much more fulfilled. I can guarantee you that. Have a great week. Fantastic out. I can guarantee that as well. Bentastic. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. One of the benefits and blessings, nay, One of the superpowers, (laughs) I love using the word nay. (laughs) Oh my gosh. One of the superpowers of being a multi-passionate person. And I know I'm not the only one, by the way, not everybody is multi-passionate. There's a lot of people in this world that have two, three, maybe four passions at the most. And that's it. But for those of us who are multi-passionate, that's what I'm calling us. When somebody says, what's your hobby? What's your main passion? We say we have a lot. We have 50. We have hundreds. I am a very curious person. I am one of those people that is doing exactly what you just said, Bentastic, where I'm like, 
okay, what can I learn about today? I'm going to go onto Google or YouTube and I'm just going to like randomly look for some, some random topic that just catches my eye and go, oh, that sounds cool. Let me learn about that. And sometimes I'll nerd out on these things. I'll go into full on nerding out time for, you know, months, weeks, maybe years. And sometimes I'll go, cool. I learned about that and I'm moving on to the next thing. That's one of the things we do here on The Real Brian Show too, which I absolutely love doing because there's always something new that we can be exposed to. There's always something new that we can learn about. And sometimes that thing is going to pique your interest to the point where you go, I want to learn even more. I want to turn that into something that I'm full on nerding out on for however long. But I totally agree. And in fact, there is countless research now on things like dementia and Alzheimer's where learning something new, exercising your brain, constantly keeping it moving helps to stave off dementia and Alzheimer's. Now, of course, it's not a 100% guarantee, but it is something that definitely helps versus kind of that vegging out thing. And by the way, Bentastic, I am not someone who even knows what the word boredom is. I don't uh, I don't have time to be bored. <laughs> Too much, so much to see and do and experience. I mean, that's my attitude. So I am, I am so with you on that. It's incredible advice. 100% full on agree with what Ben just said there. Tom Vanderbilt Beginners. That's the name of the book. I will link that in the show notes as well. By the way, this is very, very cool. We are now officially Amazon affiliates, but here's the cool part about this. Being an Amazon affiliate, I can say, hey, I'm going to link this book that Ben Tastic just recommended. It's Tom Vanderbilt Beginners. I'll put it in the show notes and then I'm going to put an Amazon affiliate link to it. So if you click on it, The Real Brian Show gets a very small percentage, by the way. I mean, Amazon does not give out much, but it's it's a percentage. It's a small percentage of that sale goes back to The Real Brian Show. Here's the other cool part, too. Anything. We have a a general link, by the way, now on the website. If you go to realbrianshow.com and you click on the support tab, there's a general link to Amazon. And if you use that link, it's, it's a little banner, by the way. If you use that link and you purchase whatever you're going to purchase already on Amazon, it doesn't matter what it is, by the way, anything doesn't cost you a penny more. You pay the normal same price. You know, nothing changes. The Real Brian Show will get a percentage of whatever it is you purchase that goes back to help support the show. Either give Amazon all your money or give Amazon some of your money and have some of that come back to the Real Brian Show to help support the show. I mean, I love this. This is great. So anytime that we link something in the show notes, anytime that we can, we'll put an affiliate link to that. Anything you're going to buy on Amazon, please consider using our affiliate link and uh, help to support the show. So, so excited about that, but I'm excited to check out that book too, because I think that's great. And it goes back to what we were just talking about with John Lee Dumas, his book as well. It's like, you know, if you're, if you're kind of stuck in that rut and you're kind of going, man, I don't know. I mean, what am I doing? You know, I I get up and I, I go to work and I go to a job I'm not a fan of, or I hate, or I'm just like, eh, And then I come home and I'm exhausted mentally because, well, actually, you know what? Mental exhaustion is good. Emotional exhaustion is bad. When you're mentally exhausted, it's because you had a great, amazing day. You're emotionally filled up and you're mentally drained, physically drained too. That's good. That's a great recipe for sleep, by the way, too. But when you're emotionally drained and you're mentally anxious, that's bad. A lot of times we go to these jobs, been there, done this, by the way, you go to these jobs, it drains you emotionally, but mentally you're still fired up. You're still trying to figure out, man, what do I do with my life? But you're just like, oh, I can't deal with it. So I'm just going to go watch my TV, which, hey, you know how much we love our TV shows and movies here. So nothing against that at all. 
but there's more. We know this. And that was the thing I think, and I said this already in the interview, but this was something that really, really drove home to me was that when people get to the end of their life and they look back and they go, what did I do with my life? Just went to a job every day and kind of got by and I struggled, whatever, fill in the blank. Did I make any impact? Did I have fun? Did I love my life? Did I, what did I do? This is the time. We all need to make a difference. I mean, we talk about unleashing the superhero here. This is the time to do it. Don't live life to the suck of all sucks. Live life to the fullest. All right, I got a couple songs here to share. Of course, these will be on the TRBS 2021 playlist on Spotify. I got four here. Now, you know, I'm a fan of Evanescence. I always was. They've got a brand new song called Better Without You. Now, here's a funny one. Tom Petty has a, quote, new song. Well, that's not possible. (laughs) I don't know where this one came from. It's possible this was a B-side song. Maybe it's a uh, previously unreleased song. I don't know, but it is, quote, new on Spotify. And when I went back to find out where did this song come from, I could not find it. So maybe someone else would have more information on this one, but... It was a just released song from Tom Petty, surprising, but it's called You Saw Me Coming. It is really good, by the way. If you're a Tom Petty fan, it's very, very nice. Now, you know, I'm a fan of Chandler Layton. She did an amazing song with Elenium way back that I'm still just absolutely in love with. I love that song, but she's got a brand new solo song and it's called Alone. Very, very nice. Very beautiful. Really shows off her vocal prowess, which is really cool. And then another artist, which... I was not aware of this artist, but his name is, um, I'm going to say Ruel, not Ruel, because Ruel is, you know, a female artist that I absolutely love. But this is Ruel, it's R-U-E-L, called Don't Tell Me. It's not brand new, it's a little older, but I just heard it for the first time and I was like, oh, dang, this is good. This is good. Oh, yes. (sighs) Check it out. There you go. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on The Real Brian Show. It's easy to, to forget to say this especially when we're just talking and there's a bunch of us, you know, co-hosting, having a good time. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you joining us. And it is such an honor to be able to do this show. It's something we love doing. In fact, I was just telling a mastermind this this last week, actually. Being a multi-passionate person, because I love so many things and I want to learn about so many things and I want to talk about so many things, focusing in on one thing for a long time is like a prison sentence for me. I just don't want to talk about it that long with arrow squad. I loved watching and talking about the TV show arrow, but after a while it's like, okay, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want to, I want to, I'm going to keep watching it, but I want to talk about other things. I want to branch out. I don't want to be known as the arrow podcast host anymore because I'm multi-passionate, not because I didn't like doing it. It's just, I needed something different. And I realized that in my life, I've had a lot of different things that I've done different jobs, different businesses, different entrepreneurial pursuits, different podcasts, different radio shows, all that because I want to move on to the next thing. I want to see something new. And I realized that The Real Brian Show is going strong four and a half years. This is the longest I've gone with anything that I still absolutely love doing and I haven't burnt out completely on. I did piano for many, 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 many years, but even with piano, I was doing a bunch of different types of things you know, with podcasting, I've been behind the mic most of my life too. So with podcasting and music and stuff, that's something that's been long-term, but as far as the actual show itself or the business or whatever it is, this is the longest thing that I've done four and a half years without burning out and still loving it and going strong. So thank you for joining me on this journey. This has been so much fun. Thank you for joining us with captain influence as well. It's been a wonderful time 
And like I said, please go to the show notes, realbrianshow.com slash 272. All of the links are going to be in there. John's book is going to be in there. Tom Vanderbilt, that book as well that Bentastic mentioned. And of course, some other things that we talked about within the show. All the links will be there. Some of them will be affiliate links. Please do support The Real Brian Show through Amazon. It's a really easy way to do it. But we got to leave you with something really nice. Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. They say that where there's smoke, there's fire. But I happen to know that smoke can also come from a woman's ears after you take her mom's side in an argument. You know what the music means. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was super inspiring and motivational for you. I hope you get out there and do something. And I would love to hear what it is, by the way. So always get in touch with us. We'd love to hear what you're up to. We have an amazing episode next week. The ghost is joining us for the very first time. It's going to be fun, but have a wonderful week. Enjoy The Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.